bringing you the latest fantasy football news from Champions Division to Toilet Brigade. We are the Niagara Dynasty Fantasy Association, and you are listening to the NDFA Podcast. So I'm going to tell you guys, since we're all on it together uh, last week, uh, and I did not look because I did. I wanted to have the surprise for myself when we actually get to this part of the episode. But I just kind of looked at the numbers real quick and added them. I'm pretty excited about our defense. Yeah. So I I did the show notes, so I know what the total is, and I can tell you it ain't bad. That's all we're looking yeah. for is not bad, dude. We're picking up free agents. Yeah. 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 I think the only crappy one was Chris Jones. Yeah, good. yeah. I, even him, defensive line. If you're getting four or five points, you're doing all right. Yeah, sure. Which, which I'll have something uh, later on about that. I, I had some thoughts today when I was trying to work, but was thinking about this. So yeah, I have I have a few thoughts about the whole defensive thing, but all right, we'll we'll get to that later. Yeah, fair enough. So yeah, I think we're ready to get going, right? Yep. Yeah. All right. Start with the injuries of the week. Yeah. Yeah. So again. I don't try to scour. I think most of us know what injuries are there, and I'm sure all of us are looking at enough websites and that where I, I just pick out the highlights. But uh, yeah, there's a, a couple of pretty major ones uh, this week. It looks like DeAndre Swift out for three weeks. That's what and they're saying. Mac Jones four to six. Yeah, yeah. So Mac Jones, they're talking about it's a severe enough high ankle sprain where he's actually going to have to have surgery. And then DeAndre Swift, they actually say he's going to miss two weeks, but then the third week is their bye. So that he just I'm come back. Yeah, is DeAndre Swift and injuries a thing? I know you think it is, Ian. I certainly think it is. I, I mean, this is basically what I predicted all offseason. It's starting already. Yeah, you, you told me that at the end of last season and stuff like that. And so I, I can tell you, you're not very surprised by it. No. What is the Swift injury? Oh, uh, is it a shoulder? I'm not sure. I know he was hurt, and I just kind of glanced through it. I don't own any Andre, DeAndre Swift, so I... Yeah, so... I know I'd be happy if I had Jamal Williams right now. Yeah, really. Tracy Walker had a torn Achilles. Yeah, sprained shoulder for DeAndre Swift. Okay, not a great injury for a running back. No. You're taking shots at shoulder all the time. I think it. I think it is a pain tolerance thing, though. I mean, like, look at Delvin Cook. He's talking about playing this week. I don't know if he's going to, but he's talking about it. And he had a full dislocation, as he seems to do once a year or so. Yeah, I see now. He's acting like he's not going to miss any games and like it's just another dislocation like always. And Yeah, yeah. You know, oh, yeah, go go get your trunk. Get the brace out. You're going to need it again. Exactly. Well, I'll, I'll steal something from the sleeper ad when the, when Mike Williams had his hamstring this offseason. It just said Mike Williams. I'm sorry, Mike Evans. Mike Evans' oh, yeah. yearly hamstring has has popped up. So Delvin <laughs> yeah. Cook's yearly shoulder has popped up. Yeah, yeah, and exactly. That's that's what it is. But so I mean, the point in the context of DeAndre Swift though is he can probably play through it. I mean, giving him some rest is not a bad idea. But I I wouldn't expect him to miss any additional time unless something happens. Minnesota has the luxury of having a equally good back behind him also. So I'm sure that plays into it a little bit. You're not completely worried about it. You have the utmost confidence in the guy behind you. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And, and you know what? Honestly, so is Detroit. Jamal, Jamal Williams is a good football player. Oh, yeah. I think he's one of them undervalued guys that's just solid. 
and just gets it done. Every time he gets a chance, he's very good. Yeah, I don't see it. And they seem to like him over there. I don't see any major drop off there. Hey, we didn't lose Luther, did we? Luther? Oh, you back, Luther? Yeah, yeah, it doesn't happen. Yeah, I'm back in. Okay. But there you go. Can hear you now. Yeah, yeah. It was really weird. Like your voices were uh slowing down and speeding up. It was bizarre. <laughs> no, we were just doing that to fuck with you. Okay. <laughs> oh get, get, get. <laughs> Here. I am your father. <laughs> I haven't heard that one before, I don't think. All right, I'm back. All right, since we got Luther back on, we'll get into the Mac Jones thing. Yeah, yeah, we were just working our Luther, way down. This is bad, bad, bad for New England. Yeah. Mac Jones is a slightly above average quarterback, maybe. Yeah, probably. And without him, it just ain't good. Trivia question of, of the evening for now. How many how many games has it been where Brian Hoyer has started since he's won a game? Oh fuck. I think I, I think we talked about this once. I think it's it's a lot. It, I'm gonna go with like thirteen. You got a guess, go Luther? I'll go with seventeen. Okay. Well, you're both over, unfortunately, but uh yeah, Joey, you're closer. So Brian Hoyer has lost each of his last eleven starts. Oh <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he's taken over the uh, quarterbacking duties for New England, at least for now. So, And I don't think he got younger in the process. No. No, the one thing is, for fantasy advice from it, the one thing Hoyer is very reliable about is he's going to find one guy on that team he likes throwing the ball to, and he is going to throw the ball to them over and over and over, no matter whether they catch it or not or whatever. So... If you're watching next week, or even if you watched this week and saw who it was that he was throwing the ball to, that could be a good person to hurry up and try to pick up. Oh, what's his name over there had a big game? Myers didn't play. Who, who's the guy from Miami that went over there? Devontae Parker. Oh, yeah. Devontae Parker. I think Devontae Parker had a pretty big game this week. I did, I did think I'd notice that, but I just swiped right through because, no, well, it's Devontae Parker. Yeah. But, uh, well, so he did, but. I don't know if he was getting those tickets before Mac Jones or tickets targets before Mac Jones got hurt or after. Like, I don't know if Mac Jones yeah, was, was hitting up Parker because uh, shit, Jacoby Myers was out or if they started hitting him after. Yeah. yeah that part sure. I don't know. So that, that'll be an interesting oh, shit. thing to see. Mac Jones actually played a hundred percent of the snaps last week. So it was Mac Jones throwing the ball. Oh, okay. Yeah. So he must've gotten hurt at the end of the game. Or played through it. Yeah, shooting with some quarter zone, he'll he'll be fine. Just like they did the Tua, I think uh, Miami's going to end up with a fine there. I, I know Buffalo people watch that game. Did you guys watch that Buffalo game? Oh, yeah. 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 I, Tua didn't know what planet he was on and cleared protocol in 20 minutes. They're still saying it wasn't a uh, – it was not a, a concussion, though. I, I mean, I don't know if I believe it, but, I mean, at this point, they've had a – Oh, that's what you're saying. Well, but I guarantee you at this point they've had an independent neurologist go and second guess the guy on the field. Like the NFL you, after you would the, think. After as woozy as he was, well, that's their protocol. Like the NFL would have had one of their doctors go and, and reassess it because they have to. So I don't know. I've never seen a hurt back do that to a person before, but <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I'm sure there'll be news about it. I mean, it's not like the Dolphins are the most above board organization in the NFL anyway. 
Yeah, their owners paying them to lose to get better draft picks and shit. So allegedly, allegedly. isn't he being forced to sell that team or something? Uh, I think they're talking about it, but they got to get through the Redskins guy first. But he did lose a draft Other pick for a comeback. Yeah, they did lose. I think their first round pick next year for uh, tampering with Sean Payton, or maybe it was tampering with Brady, something yes. like that. Yes, they they definitely lost their first. Yeah, I, I remember seeing that. Like that's an up and up organization. Oh yeah. So you can take Miami's owner, Cleveland's owner, and the uh, Commanders owner, and just get rid of all of them. Well, and and the other twenty nine. It's not like any of the other ones are tons better. Yeah, maybe a couple, but the good ones are the minority. Oh, absolutely. Put it this way: you're a real dirtbag when you got money and you're still getting caught. Oh yeah, yeah. Let's see. I think we just had a uh, another guest join us. There, are you there? Hey, how's it going? Hey, what's going on, kid? Oh, not much, not much. All right, All right we got Darian on now. Yeah, you know, not much. Just uh, looking forward to uh, some uh, some more of that good old Geno Smith football. Yeah, <laughs> tough tough time to be a Seahawks fan, isn't it? Yeah, he's he's my quarterback, but I'm I'm disappointed. Well, you got to look though. Look across over to Denver and see what Russell Wilson's doing, and be like, man, at least we're not paying that salary. Yeah, I love Russell Wilson, but I'm not going to lie. This start to the season, like, completely changed my mood. <laughs> Mine, too. I'm not in Survivor anymore, mostly because of Russell Wilson. He's a <laughs> component of my team, trust me. Yeah, I don't know. That'll be a question. Yeah. Will Joe ever own Russell Wilson again? <laughs> I'm going to go with no. no. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Alex, I'll take fuck no for a thousand. <laughs> exactly. You know, not now I have to pick between a rock and a hard place. Either start Wentz and his consistency. I mean, still his best game is better than Wilson's best game this season. Oh, Darian, I benched Russell Wilson and put Carson Wentz in thinking the same thing. You want to pick fuck no for double jeopardy right now? <laughs> <laughs> Answer is Carson Wentz and Russell Wilson. <laughs> Unfortunately, I think it's a little late in the season to uh, to acquire a quarterback. Yeah, pretty well. I you could actually go get Geno Smith. He's still there. <sighs> I think I'm all right. I mean, <laughs> he's doing a little better. Yeah, yeah. Hey, at least the uh, the Mariners are going to be good in a couple of years. A couple of years. <laughs> I have that to look forward to. Yeah, they're okay this season. Um, Julio Rodriguez is having an incredible rookie season, best in a while. So we have that to look forward to. They just signed him for the next 12 years. I think his contract is almost like 400 million. Wow. Yeah, it might be, it might be a little with, closer to 300, but it's an insane contract. I don't completely, I, I don't at all keep up with baseball or basketball anymore, but I know them two sports by the little general reading that I do. Like, there's a defined plan when you're a bad bad team of how to become a good team mm-hmm. like so if you're saying they're up and coming it, it's they're probably two years away and they're going to be competing for a world series like yeah that, that's just how baseball teams do it like it's a very like defined way that they do it and they've it's all been you, doing it and they become very good yeah well because baseball has an, an established um you know an established way to get new players it's in the league you know it's contained 
baseball also has access to a lot more prospects than any other sport, it being, you know, a worldwide thing. Yeah, that, that is true. You know, you're pulling from like six different countries. Well, you know, it, Buffalo Sabres fan, I know it doesn't work in hockey. Well, but they, <laughs> yeah, baseball has a true my, minor league farm team system too, where they can go around to a lot of other competitive baseball leagues and select the best players out of it. I mean, yeah, for, that's, that's what I was, uh, sorry. Oh, just the only comparable thing you have in football is the NCAA, but players age out of that after four seasons or, well, five, I guess, but still. Yeah. That's what I was getting at. You know, it's a league that you can put him in there. You can you can keep a guy in double AA, A, triple A as long as he needs to be there until he becomes a good player. It's not that uncommon for a baseball to be like, a, a player to be like twenty six, making his debut and having a great season. Yeah, yeah, but it's a it's a different game too. Like you can be thirty seven years old and still be a decent baseball player. Oh it's yeah, like very few and far between. You can have players like that in the NFL. Well, yeah, I mean. Tom Brady is a huge deal for playing at like 45. That happens all the time in baseball. Yeah. It's not that uncommon. A lot of those 80s pitchers like uh, like Nolan Ryan played well into their 40s. Yeah. I mean, that's just how you build stats in baseball. Yeah. All right, though. Yeah, so the baseball podcast isn't until Wednesday, so we'll keep moving along with football, though. (laughs) Yeah. Get into the news, Ian? Yeah, rolling into news, it was – it was something to see, and it's been a crazy football season so far this year. I mean, like we were just touching on with Russell Wilson, our, our superstars aren't doing it for us yet this year. And because of that, in the Fantasy League, we had five out of six games were upsets upsets this week. And that's looking at it from the pick six, you know, how many, uh, how many players picked each team to win, uh, which I've started tracking recently, and, and then the actual sleeper metrics that showed us, so... The uh, the NFL looks like the upside down so far this season. Uh, I think some parity in the league is good. Uh, you don't want anybody just straight running away with anything. So I, I don't think that's a bad thing for the league. You see, I like uh, it. Unfortunately, some of us feeling bad about our teams being flat, but I, I think it's good. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I would tend to uh, to agree. I think it's uh, I think it's good. You're getting a lot of teams that historically haven't had a lot of success that are competing right now and doing well, like the Bills, for example. Thanks for that, Darren. Yeah. <laughs> I thought I'd get that big in there. Slow clap. Slow clap. <laughs> uh, always am. I mean, is this going to be two years straight we go from first to worst in this league? Okay. It, it could be. I mean, I'm start, I am started going three, so I'm definitely contending for the spot. Well, if you need any notes, Dean, just let me know. <laughs> I was going to say, make, <laughs> make make room, Luther. I'm going to pass you on the way down. Oh, that's awesome. Oh, yeah, we got, we got the last two years of camps on, the, on this podcast. We should be yeah. honored, Darren. All, All right. right so, who's number two? Yeah, so. Are for 10 weeks in? Yeah, my, uh, my quick jaunt over to Germany has turned into a 10-week slog through Germany, Switzerland, Hungary, and Serbia. So if there's any delays with salary cap and stuff like that, I'm going to do my level best to, to keep things on on schedule how we're used to it here. But, uh, yeah, if there's a day delay here and there with me getting back to people, I mean, that's essentially the rest of the regular season. I'm going to be, be trucking around a different continent trying to keep up with this shit. So... The one thing I'll say, though, is that one year we did the RFA auctions. The first year we did them, 
I ran them from India and it went pretty seamless. So if I can get reliable internet in India, I'm sure I can manage it from Germany and, and Serbia. But yeah, no, my, my little trip has turned into a big one. So Ian, real quick, um, give you the Jeopardy question. What you should not drink in foreign countries? Russell Wilson. Oh, shit. <laughs> uh, yeah. I guess it was my. Yeah, no, I, I, I knew that already, but learned the really hard way when I was in India. Go ahead and skip the water over there. Yeah. <laughs> or the ice cubes, right? Well, that's what made with water. They last time I checked, yeah, last time I checked was in India, and I drank those ice cubes as they melted. And oh man, well, that's not a story for right now, but it was a bad, bad deal. Yeah, don't do that twice in life. No, no. The crazy thing is, is I even knew better. It wasn't even my first time in that part of the world. But man, you get thirsty, you get thirsty. So, all right. So, anyways, all that's right. kind of any kind other of news? The news. Yeah. Anyone else got some? All right. Yeah. So onto the uh, onto the pick six then. Uh, got a familiar face at the top here. And man, what a brutal, brutal week for the pick six. Almost every team only got two right. So we got a familiar face at the top. Vito, team Vito was at nine last week. They moved to just 11 this week, only two out of six. But it's enough to maintain the lead. The boys in black came in next. They got three right, moved up three spots into second place, tied with Hackenberg, who also has 10 points. They were in the same spot last week. Next up, the Buffalo Pollocks only got one out of six. That keeps them in third place. Going down the charts, show me your TDs and the green wall are both at eight. Next is going to Disney. Got one point, also at eight. Number Crunchers and Honda Killer, both sitting at seven. They were also one out of six. And I was one out of six, too. Rounding out last place. Man, what a week. <laughs> I only got myself That's it right. was. <laughs> yeah. Well, I didn't even get myself right. <laughs> yeah, you still got one point, though. I forget who. Uh, but yeah. about the only thing I did right in fantasy this week. Brutal, though. Yeah, like... I couldn't remember the exact number, but yeah, the, the two best pickums this week were three out of six. That was fish and fish. So like I said, it's it's been a weird season so far. A lot of a lot of superstar players are off to really slow starts. And Richie James, who I thought was a, a an old Motown funk singer, is a leading receiver in the NFL right now. So yeah, it's <laughs> Richie Williams. My name is Rick James, bitch. Yeah, I think I think this is long lost nephew or something. But yeah, Richie James from the Giants is like a viable receiver, and Dalvin Cook is not a viable running back. Somehow it's crazy town, but that's the NFL. That's what keeps us playing, right? Oh yeah, no, it's it's been a fun season. I mean, man, three weeks in a row Monday night has been has been exciting. That uh, that Giant has. I really thought I was gonna have myself a uh, a victory there. Yeah. Saquon had quite a game. Like twelve behind. Yeah. Yeah. Went uh, real quickly from uh, I was going to go to bed in the third quarter to I had to stay up for the fourth quarter. <laughs> yeah, I bet. That happens sometimes. I got frustrated. I went to bed in the third quarter. I didn't really believe I. This was for the survivor league, but I didn't really believe I had a chance. And by the third quarter, I was like, Yeah, I was right. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, you were relying solely on Leighton Vander Esch, right? Yeah, like. Yeah, dude, like, yeah, I was trying to roll snake eyes. Yeah, I hear you. All right, so 
Because of that, we had uh, Team Vito defeated Show Me Your TDs, moves Team Vito to 3-0 and in the Champions Division. Show Me Your TDs dropped to 2-1. and Number Crunchers beat the Purple People Eaters, but the Number Crunchers at 1-2 and two, and the Purple People Eaters at 0-3. Oh Boys in Black over the Buffalo Pollocks in a nail-biter on Monday, moved them to 3-0, and oh. Buffalo Pollocks 2-1. and one. JT Hackenberg did the same thing to the Green Wall, moving them to one and two and the Green Wall to 0 oh and three. Honda Killer, yeah, Honda Killer pulled out the victory, managed to hold off the Saquon Barkley rally, moved up to two and one. Going to Disney also moved to two and one, while Legion of Boom and Maintenance Woes fell to one and two. So it's a nice mix out there. We got two undefeated teams and two 0 oh and three teams, and then everyone in the middle. So no one's out of it yet. No, that's the beautiful thing. Nobody's out at all. Yeah. Yeah, they're going to shake and bake if I want a chance for this season. This is not working for me. You're yeah. by no means out of it. You're one game behind in the division leader. Yeah. yeah. And, and no offense against you guys, not the strongest division or not supposed to be the strongest division, but it might be the most competitive. That's that's the fun part of it, right? Yeah. You know, it's it's definitely exciting, you know, any week. There's not really a week I go into where I go, yeah, I'm gonna lose. Well, that's that's because you haven't played me yet. Did didn't I beat you last season? Yeah, usually. Yes, you yes, you did. Yeah. Last two seasons, wasn't it? I was yeah. about to say, I think I beat him before that too. Yeah, law of, law of averages says it's gotta come back to me at some point. <laughs> we'll see about that. Soon it becomes the teacher, yeah. Yeah, something. All right. So like I said. Purple People Eaters took on the number crunchers. Purple People Eaters were predicted to win by 21, which means fucking nothing. Number crunchers won by 16. The story of the game there is my team, the Purple People Eaters, are completely built off their running back room. And Joe Mixon is RB17 on the season. Alvin Cook is 21. Najee is 22. And Alvin Kamara is 55. That's pretty much the story of, of the game for me. And, uh, yeah, frankly, that, that was really it. I mean, Number Crunchers had a solid game, but not a huge one. But, uh, yeah, that gave them the victory. Just enough just enough to win, and that's, that's all you got to do some weeks. You're it saying really both did. teams were coming in flat. He was just a little less flat. Yeah, but good good for him. You know, it just makes the, the hill a little bit steeper for me to climb. But here we go. Not that far out, Ian. No, no. All right, next up, Team Vito took on Show Me Your TDs. TDs was favored by 34 points, but Team Vito won by 12. And really, really what happened there, I mean, both teams honestly were fairly flat, except for Lamar Jackson. If Lamar Jackson would have scored an average quarterback score of 20 to 25 points, Team Vito would have gone from a victory to being the lowest scoring team on the week. And uh, yeah, Jackson has been on an absolute tear. Maybe that's not, maybe that's why they're refusing to pay him is he plays better pissed off. Who knows? But whatever it is this season, that's one of the few superstars who it's working for. It seems like every other year, he, you know, he'll have a season where he's kind of lackadaisical. He doesn't do super well. And then all of a sudden, he just pops off. It seems to be something like that. Yeah, maybe not every other season, but, you know, it'll be half and half, you know. People, like, uh, just a couple of years ago, you know, I thought the NFL had him figured out. I thought his career was going to fall off pretty quickly. Well, I think Lamar Jackson has managed to do something that most, you know, quote unquote, running quarterbacks have struggled to do. And that that's to actually turn into a viable passer when needed. 
He's got a good arm. It's just not his preferred mm-hmm. style of play, you know. Is Lamar Jackson starting to look more like second half of career Randall Cunningham than Michael Vick? Yeah, that, that's actually that's actually the guy that I can compare Jackson to, and I don't think I don't at least not yet. He's not the quarterback that Cunningham became. Of course, Cunningham had to break his leg to become a decent passer. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it, it's that sort of track. Is yeah, he is morphing into a decent passer and maintaining that mobility. I think that's a a, be, a a good comparison. You know, people say Michael Vick, he's got a way better arm than Vick, though. Well, and he's got a weaker arm than Vick. I mean, the the thing that was Vick's calling card is he could launch a ball at eight, for 80 yards on the run and not get anywhere close to the guy he was trying to throw the ball to, but he could put it up far enough where the guy could run under it. Absolutely. Yeah, he got a bazooka that couldn't hit anything. Yeah. yeah. But I think Lamar is quickly becoming a much more effective passer. I think he's got better IQ. It looks that way. I mean, you know, they you know, part of my bias here, that's not my generation. Ah, no, I, didn't really, I didn't really grow up with Michael Vick. Mark Jackson has started years like this, though, and it's gone down. So, well, to be determined, but you know what? Great fantasy player. And yeah. 50-point weeks are nice. Oh, yeah. yeah well, especially me, when he doesn't me and back Jeremy to back. Had a, yeah. Me and Jeremy had a complete semi-flat week, uh, average points out of everyone except Jackson. Yeah. You know, so... Yeah, next up. All right, Green- moving on. Yeah, Greenwall took on JT Hackenberg. The Greenwall was favored by 26. Hackenberg won by 11 in the Monday Night Marathon. That's three weeks in a row the Greenwall has seen their dreams turn to dust on Monday night. Yeah, you know Mitch is boycotting Monday Night Football. No, like he just wants nothing to do with it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And especially C.D. Lamb, like the Cowboys is Mitch's favorite team. Oh, so, like well, that I mean, he even used to go by that Cowboys fan for years, didn't he? He did. He just didn't want to offend like Luther and stuff, so he switched his name. Yeah. So what do you think? Yeah, Mitch is taking it on the chin right now. Yeah. Did, did Mitch say he was the fourth highest scoring team in the league? I, I didn't look after the. Yeah, he he's right up there, in, right up there anyway. So. Just, just rough, really rough for I him. I think third, I think third highest scorer of the week. Yeah, he was third on the week, and on the season he Who was second. Be- he is fourth on the season. This is going on a sleeper. Okay, yeah, you're actually fourth from the bottom this week. Yeah, yeah, I did not. So yeah, Mitch got to be right sick of Monday Night Football by now. Yeah, yeah, so, I would imagine. What is the Monday Night Football game next week? Like, I can't wait. Who's going yes. to crush mix? Mitch's feelings next week. Well, so I play Mitch next week, and Mitch will be – I was going to bring this up later, but Mitch will be very happy to know that I, I don't have any offensive players on Monday night that I can even put into my lineup. So he's got a little bit of protection there. you got to pick somebody oh, up. Oh, yeah, just like his old man did to him last week or the week before. I'm sure <laughs> Mitch loves hearing that. Oh, yeah. Monday night, the Rams and the Niners. Who's your defensive player? Aaron Donald. Ooh. Oh, oh, <laughs> that's just dirty. That is dirty. <laughs> and the dream continues. Hey, hey bo- bonus points. <laughs> bonus points for the fact I got Aaron Donald in a trade with Mitch. <laughs> oh, even, even, even better. Even better. This is going to be one of those weeks where he goes off for 28 points. You know it. Oh. I was going to say, Mitch is going to go into Monday night with a 22-point lead 
and just watched Aaron Donald just tear up uh, San Francisco. That's going to be the kind of loss where uh, you don't come home for a little while. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Oh, that is great. All right. Next, we have the Boys in Black taking on the Buffalo Pollocks. Buffalo Pollocks were favored by three. The Buffalo Pollocks lost by point something. So the game was predicted to be close, but holy shit. And with that victory, Boys in Black. Holy shit is right. Boys in Black moved up from one and three to two and three lifetime versus the Buffalo Pollocks in that series. Like, dude, holy shit is right. On Monday night, Chris has an option of Zeke or Pollard. I think Chris was feeling pretty bad when he scored that first touchdown. Oh, yeah. And, and of course, I made sure that I reminded him that I told him earlier in the day to start Zeke. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, it worked out on the end for him. You know that was him watching every single play, counting yards on his fingers and everything. Oh, that yeah. Was awesome. That was that's your seat shit. I, I got to tell you, I was too. That, that last first down that he got. I was even calculating it real quick, and I was like, yeah, Fish, I think you're one yard short. In the time it took me to type that, he got another rush for three yards, and I was like, oh, you made it. Quick, get him off the field so he can't fumble. Uh, yeah, that, that is awesome. Awesome oh, for him. Awesome for I, I was going to say, Stephen might disagree with you on that. Oh, I'm sure he does. Uh, we've all taken them losses. Yeah. Devonta fucking Freeman tackling. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> Dude, I was playing Dan Lake in the finals in the other league one year, and I forget who the hell he had. It Jordan doesn't Thomas. even matter. Fuck you. Um, dude, he was texting me every single fucking yard he was rushing for. Like, it was just, ugh. I was completely beat up by the end of it. And then, you know what? To be a good sport, he stopped texting me after the last five-yard run, put him over what yeah. he needed. It's like, yeah. fuck. Oh, I love no, doing that. Oh, oh, good fun, though. I love doing the countdown. I was doing it last night. I, last night, I was doing it to be a troll. Like, I knew I wasn't getting 40 points from Sterling Shepard. But still, I love it. I love doing the countdown. Yeah, did you hear? Did I know you, hear you were the... doing it to Camaro last year. Um... Oh, see, that one was realistic. But what's what's that, Luther? Uh, did you uh, ever hear the story why I'll never draft Mike Evans ever again? No, no. What happened? And this isn't a redraft. This is, uh, I was in the championship game, or was it the game to go to the championship? Yes. Game to go to the championship game, and I would have won that game if I would have made it, by the way. Um, Mike Evans went into the second half and needed one catch for any amount of yards, and I would have won, and he didn't get a single catch. <laughs> oh, man. Mike <laughs> Evans. Mike Evans, no catches in the second half. I was like, Yeah. We need him. We all got our players that will not be on our teams. But I do have his jersey, though. <laughs> oh, after that? No, no, I had it before that. Or no, I'm sorry, Adam bought me a Mike Evans jersey after that. Adam is good like that. He is, yeah. You know what? It's just like the douchebag that wore a Tom Brady jersey into my house. And You know who that is, Luther? Oh, yeah, and it was a woman's Tom Brady jersey, too, just to let you know. Yeah, it makes you twice the douchebag. Well, hey, I had to wear one, so what you going to do? So the next one, Team Honda Killer taking on the Legion of Boom. Honda Killer was favored by five and won by 12. So the only game of the week where the favorite team actually won. Both teams struggled a little bit, but did Russell Wilson retire and just forget to tell everyone or what? What's going on there? We were talking about it. A little sure bit. Was, right? What did he have? I think nine points. It was ugly. 
I think he moved to a retirement home in Denver, didn't he? Something like that. Mile did, high retirement community. Did you guys see Peyton roasting him on uh, on Monday night? No. His little podcast he has with his brother. Oh my god, he was digging at the contract. He was talking about his form. Oh wow. He uh, yeah. He he implied. I don't know, accidentally or not, but he implied that uh, he didn't uh, he didn't he didn't rehab well enough. Oh wow! Now he claims he didn't mean to uh, to be offensive, but I don't know. I think uh, I think the Broncos fan in him kicked in a little bit. Huh. Wow! He was he, pretty critical. There it is. I have to see if Thank I you. can find that on YouTube. Oh, there's a fish. What's up, guys? Hey, what's up? Hey, fish. What are we talking about? Well, it's funny. We were just finishing... talking about your crushing win. Yeah. You're crushing six. 0.64 tenths of a point win. <laughs> yeah, that's the one. Oh, you haven't you haven't oh, looked. Sorry, we oh shit, you didn't see that? Did you see the score update, Fish? Uh he's muted. He's looking. Sorry, oh, I'm not muted good. anymore. Oh, okay. No, I didn't see the update. Why are you gonna make me go look or you busting my balls? You lost at point four. He's already it out. <laughs> if it was coming from anybody but me, Fish, you'd go and look. Fish left that quick. I think he's pissed. <laughs> <laughs> he's going to luck. Well done, Joey. <laughs> All right. Yeah, fuck it. I can't scare him away this quick. We don't get company often. Yeah, yeah. That was Fish's appearance on the podcast. All right. <laughs> so so the final game of the week, Maintenance Woes took on going to Disney. Maintenance Woes was favored by 17. Going to Disney, won her game by 14 points. And at the same time, she put up the highest scoring. She was the highest scoring team of the week. See, now why you got to bust my balls like that? <laughs> did you go and look fish? You fucking ain't right, I did. Uh, you, you kidding? He's looked uh, at the, he's looked at the website, the app, everything. Yeah, I did that by accident. But yeah, I had to go look. <laughs> I did that by accident. Yeah, me too. I, no, I did. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. I had to have the kid connect me. <laughs> <laughs> now no, your score still stands thank god i almost shit myself luther called it he says to me he sends me a text message he goes oh, how upset will you be if zeke finishes out the game <laughs> i saw that <laughs> i'm likely to jump off a cliff hey, dude he almost did too man and then they finally put him in that last drive yeah thank god right they got a giant suck as bad as they do and they put tony in for three carries or i would have lost yeah, good thing Giants suck and Pollard got three yards. Right. Oh, Fish, how mad were you when Zeke scored the touchdown? Oh, very, very angry. Very, very angry. See, but you know what? Because I know fantasy football, I played him in DraftKings. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. See, Fish, I told you it would have been funnier telling Steven which one do you want me to start. He would have lost either way. I, I would have been funnier, but I didn't want to get too cute. I wanted to win. Yeah. I mean, Steven's team's no joke. No, but it's oh, called the, it's called the glory play for a reason, fish. Yeah, no shit, ain't it? And Jamal <laughs> Williams, I mean, twenty six oh, yeah. points on him. Did not expect that. Yeah, you weren't on with us earlier. We we talked about that. Yeah, yeah. Dan Campbell came out and said it might be good for DeAndre Swift to take two or three weeks off. I'm like, who? That doesn't sound good, DeAndre. <laughs> no, when no. you're coaching, that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Craig Reynolds, the pickup of the week. What's that? Craig Reynolds, the pickup of the week. Might be. Yeah. 
Might be. Yeah, we might get that far. I guess if you're brave well, enough to start it. No, I, fish would, would be. I'm not. Dude, I would have started Zeke all day. I couldn't fucking <laughs> like. <laughs> I'd be like, no, no, he's the superstar. I gotta do it. <laughs> all right, hey. So since we got visitors, should we get back on this podcast? Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Actually, I well, let me hold you up. No, oh, awesome. Just yeah. a quick, quick forty-five minute detour there. <laughs> Uh, that's what I'm here for. Pretty typical. Pretty typical. No, it's all good. That's this is pretty much what we do every time. Anyways, we just I cut a bunch of it out to make the episode. So no, this is this is this, normal. Is, this is a lot of fun. I'm enjoying that. But yeah, so 45 minutes is not bad to get off on a tangent. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Moving along though, the next uh, next spot is uh, crowdsourcing. So this is where I'm tracking the. Uh, the weekly pick em picks to see as a group how we do it, picking uh, winners and losers. And so this week, all six games were in the heavily favored category, meaning there were no unanimous picks. And there were every game was either nine and one or eight and two, where nine teams picked nine people picked one team to win or eight people did. And uh, just like last week, the heavily favored category isn't great. So out of six games, we had one that was right and five that were off. Where, Ooh, good look. Yeah. Yeah. So that brings the total for the season to five and seven. Five games that we've gotten right as a group and seven that we haven't. So we'll keep tracking it through the year and see how it breaks down. But but so far it's no uh no magic bullet there. Everyone stop picking my team, please. I don't think I did. Eight and two. I'm not sure if I picked you or you or Jer. Only two Jeremy. people did not pick me. I'm assuming Jeremy's one of them. No, Jeremy picked two. No. So this week, week three, the two teams that picked Vito were Big Fish and Vito. He did pick himself. I didn't think he did. Yeah. Well, yeah, but since the favorites aren't winning, I'd prefer everyone not to pick me after this. Well, not for nothing, but I took Jeremy because I was wanted to catch up on some games. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, that's how you make up. That's how you make up, up ground in the pick is to be contrarian. Like, that's what I'm going to have to do if I want any hope of catching up. I was figured I was the only guy that picked me to beat Steve. Yeah. Well, you and you and uh, Little Fish. Oh, did he pick me? Yep. Oh, oh very nice. Yeah, you have to go give him a little hair tussle after you get off the phone. Yeah, I'm going to have to. Hey, thanks, kid. A little pat on the head. Of course, he fucked me, though, because I picked him to beat Hackenberg. Yeah, that didn't work so good. No, no. no you didn't. That didn't work. The, the only one who picked Hackenberg was uh, – oh, you picked him, yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, the, yeah. only, the only one that picked Hackenberg was Hackenberg. Right. But yeah, and so, he goes and scores out his ass. I, mean, I, I think Mitch could only lose to, to two teams, one of them yeah. being Hackenberg. Yeah. Yeah, I like this mic drop. Oh, I got enough points. I'm going to bed. <laughs> that was pretty goddamn <laughs> funny, wasn't it? <laughs> 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 that, was that, was, that was about five minutes before Mitch went to bed. I get some bragging rights. That one sent me to the floor. Yeah. And that was a good one. Okay, I'm going to bed now. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is perfect. Oh, that's pretty funny. <laughs>